Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 39. And we are so excited because we're sitting down tonight with um, longtime blogger and author, Miss Shawnee Pothier. So glad you're here. Shawnee. Welcome, welcome. And I know. she's just like an all around incredible lady. Oh, yes. you are nice. No, seriously, you are. You can see me in my everyday life. No. <laughs> No, you are. You are incredible. We're so excited. You have like so much beautiful insight to share. I'm excited to pick your brain tonight. We really well, I'm do. Excited. I'm excited for what you guys do to share with moms. I think it's so great. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Okay, well, we're going to jump right in because yes. time is precious on this episode. I know. Um, so Shawnee has a blog called 71 Toes um, where she writes all about life, motherhood, um, all the things. And I just love her perspective. And I've been wanting to get you on the podcast forever. I'm so glad I finally pulled the trigger on it. Um, and again, like I said, we're just super honored to have you here. So I want to start off with like you just giving us an overview of why 71 toes. What does that mean? Okay. Um, well, years ago, I was always a writer and always kind of a, um, someone who likes to keep in touch with people. So I decided to start, someone said, oh, this new thing named blogs are there. So I know. I Isn't that funny? The it's, trend was so big. I, I had know. a personal blog too. So it started as like a personal blog? Yeah. Well, okay. it started as letters to my family every oh, week because fun. we were far, we lived in Virginia for a while. And so I was writing letters to my family who was far and wide stretched across the United States and Europe. And oh my gosh. I, um, and I just would always be want to update. And then I started a blog and then, in the meantime, um, people started to like to listen, to read it. And then in the meantime, I had a little girl who ended up having an extra toe when she was born. It's kind of a long story and it's kind of weird. I'm kind of, I'm trying to kind of going into it in a I weird know. way. No, but you're doing great. She, um, she was born with extra toe, one extra toe. And we just didn't know what was going on. We kind of wondered what, um, and she had a little birthmark on the side of her head. And we were a little bit confused about it because she, you know, we had four older kids and we didn't know what was going on with her. And turns out that she, you know, a couple of years later after lots of appointments and I don't know how much you wanted me to get into it, but a lot of, um, trying searching and trying to figure it out. We found out that she has a syndrome Mm -hmm. that causes a lot of health issues. And so, um, but anyway, long story roundabout way to say that 71 toes came because of her because we have we had 71 toes in our family at one point and i love that and what is it called again it's called barde beetle syndrome so rare it's very rare it's one in every hundred thousand at some point they said that i don't know if that's really yeah Mm -hmm. but it's quite rare and um it causes a lot of different health problems from heart problems, kidney. The most heartbreaking for us right now is vision loss. Yeah. All these kids lose their vision. Yeah. And so she's right in her teenage years and she's just really declining on that vision right now. So it's a little bit tricky, but yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, of but course. What a blessing to have you as a mother. I mean, oh, no, I'm serious. Shani. I don't know about that. Um, but. but I do want to ask, like, if you could remember like where you were at that time, like when you, she was two, you said, when you started to really kind of figure it out. I mean, what was that like? Because you had, like you said, four older children and we know what that's like. I mean, it's just so busy and there's so many demands and I just, I can't imagine, like, can you remember how did you deal with that, I guess, and like turn it into a positive, you know, well, like you've done? Well, I think I'm still always trying to work it into a positive because there's so many different aspects of it, but there's so many beautiful things about it that are pretty, mm-hmm. they're amazing and they're things that I could never learn any other way. And so I'm so thankful for her and for what she teaches me and how she helps me slow things down yeah. and mm-hmm. how she helps me just see the world in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know, she, she doesn't, she's starting to not see things so much, but it helps me see things more. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's really, it's really a, 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 quite a journey for our whole family. Everyone Mm -hmm. in our family, um, has dealt with it in a different way and we're all learning at our own, um, yeah, your own pace, your own paces and trying to figure out everything, especially Lucy. She's, her name's Lucy and she's just awesome. She's super, 
Love I her. mean, other than her vision at this point, is there any other sort of symptoms or, um, you know, complications that you guys are dealing with other than the vision? You know what? There's a huge spectrum of kids. There's uh-huh. a huge spectrum of things that can go wrong. And she is seems to be on the really more positive end of the spectrum. There's oh, a lot of... Yes. Um, mental delay with these kids and a lot of kidney problems and a mm-hmm. lot of heart defects mm-hmm. and problems. And she is pretty, she's on grade level in seventh grade oh, right now. God. And that's awesome. she is um, doing well, but she's learning Braille and she's, wow. and she's trying to self advocate, advocate for herself in her classes with her teachers and everything. And that's, that's a tricky, you know, seventh yeah. grade is hard for anyone, oh, oh, but seventh grade for me was, seriously the hardest year of my entire life oh middle school is so so hard hard. it is and so i just to add on to yeah i mean emotionally how does lucy um i mean obviously you probably have like prepared her for this for a while or do do you not do you how do you introduce that prepare her her for it i mean and is she emotionally like ready for it or is it really just every day just you know hard for her it's hard right now it's hard she wants to be like all of her friends who are passing her up in every aspect of life and so that's really hard for her but but at the same time in some ways i feel like she's just been prepared for it there's certain things that she will just say you know she just she'll just say something about how i'm blind at night and i she's been night blind for a long time and she just rolls with it and, and, and it embraces something. So it's hard mm-hmm. to, uh, you never really know cause she's yeah. a little emotional. Yes. You don't really yes. know what's going to set her off, but yes. it's, it is a tricky stage for this oh. poor girl. But well, and I, I feel like the fact that it is such a rare, um, condition, I mean, was that even extra hard not having like a huge support or I mean at that time there probably wasn't a ton of is is there information on it or a support system for that you know what I mean yeah well gosh there's so I bet much. you've been a big advocate for this I bet well there's just so much to say about it because yes this, this, right this, this, the, I mean let's back up to the beginning for just a minute because when she was two is when we kind of got the di- diagnosis right. and she um we didn't know what it was. We just knew that she was delayed. And finally, we did get the diagnosis one day. A, genetic, a geneticist that we had called um, and met with just didn't know what it could be. And a couple of weeks later, she called and she said, you know what? I just diagnosed someone with this syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I think that it has a lot of similarities to what Lucy is going through. And I think we need to get a test, her tested for it. And my husband looked it up on the computer and he just, and we were both just, Oh, yes. emotionally Scared hit because we knew, yeah. we knew what oh, it yes. was. Yes. Okay. And there was one night when we were standing on the curb with my son who was, um, let's see, he was probably 11 at that point. He's the mm-hmm. oldest and he was holding her on his hip and it was kind of, um, twilight and outside and it was getting really dim. And he was saying, Hey Lucy, where's my nose? And, or where's my eyes? You know how kids ask those things. Yes. And so, and she would point to them and and she was just looking through him, like you see a blind person who can't see, and they're just looking. Through, like you could tell she couldn't see, and she was trying to, yeah, touch his nose or his eyes, and she couldn't see anything. And I could tell that, and I just that was when I realized first this is this is what we're up against, and yeah, it yeah. was it was really, and I had some kind of crazy um, experiences with that whole thing. But from that moment that we found out and we got her tested and sure enough, she did have that syndrome. Um, I actually put the information on the blog about it, just feeling very, very lonely. What you were asking Sarah, because I was, I didn't know anyone that had it. Right. And, and within a day, this guy contacted me and said, I know everything that I, I, I know a lot about BBS. I've got a son with BBS who's a year older than Lucy. Wow. And I can explain everything. Oh. And he, w- we talked on the phone for hours after oh that. And gosh, he told me everything. Amazing. He had done a ton of research. And since then, I feel like we've got this community okay. that is just outstanding. They're awesome. I mean, there's not very many of them, but we have been able to meet quite a few other families from across across the world, really. There's a really great organization in England um, some really um, well-known researchers who have done a lot of research on the syndrome there. And so I feel like we've got this family, even though we're kind wow. of far and wide apart. But um, 
That's incredible. But with the internet, nobody's too far away, which is so wonderful. And I feel like if like anybody out there is like struggling with a situation or a condition or a child or whatever, I feel like, yeah, in today's world with the internet and the tools we have, there is someone out there to talk to. There is like, and like, like I've mentioned, my sister has um, a child with some, you know, special needs and she has built such a community. Like I don't, think she could get through it with like out them and like even though like I try to be a support to her it's it's so hard when you've never experienced it so to relate with people that know it firsthand and know the ups and the downs and the despair you probably feel feel some days but the little victories you have it's like probably so powerful it really is but even more than that I feel like there's a world around us that it's so amazing to have kids who are really Lucy's 13 now and to have kids who are around her who have grown up really close to her in our neighborhood who are just the kindest hardest the sweetest kids and they look out for her so much and I just am so thankful for their mothers Mm -hmm. for teaching them so much kindness and so much understanding and I saw that on your blog and how you said that your children have grown up with such like learned so much compassion and I think that's like it is so hard to teach compassion and so it's like when they have that firsthand experience and it's just kind of built in their little hearts. Like, yeah. I think that's so amazing. And it's just such a strength and like strong thing for a family to have that. I mean, when I read that, I was like, Oh my gosh, like am I, or I my, ch- could I describe my children as compassionate? And like, that is like a hard, a hard thing, a trait to teach. So that's right. like amazing. It Your really family has learned that. Well, and I would say sometimes for the most part, they do have that, but there are definitely <laughs> days when they don't. Have yeah. And they're still brothers and sisters. Yes, and they, they still, still get do very it annoyed, but oh, they are I love that. pretty great. But I am so thankful for just community. Every, yeah. I mean, whether mm-hmm. they're affected by BBS and my our mm-hmm. BBS family or not, yeah. these, these kids who are just, they've taught, they've been taught so well. And I'm so, so thankful for mothers who teach. I'm so thankful for our teachers who just they yeah. have nothing to do with this syndrome but they are just kind yeah. and it's just made me realize so much how important kindness is and what a difference it makes that's so kindness true. begins with me we started this song at church on sunday and i was like loved this little song kindness begins with me and i just oh, it I really does that. that's oh, so true well i that is just again just such an inspiring story and like lauren was saying i yep. feel like we all we don't have that specific struggle but even if it's like something we struggle with personally or your husband or, you know, anybody you're close to it, it, when it rocks your world like that, I think yeah. all the inner feelings are all the same and just like dealing with your new normal, you know, yes. I mean? whether normal. it's yeah, what, whether exactly. it's losing a child or losing a parent or like any of the things, um, any sort yeah. of illness. Yeah. It's I know. always good to feel like you're not alone and it really is and there's so many people out there that are dealing like you said with so many the the older I get the more I realize people are all dealing with their own silent struggles and sometimes their secret struggles and they don't say anything Mm -hmm. and I love that people will give me the benefit of the doubt when Mm -hmm. I'm having a bad day or when Mm -hmm. I'm and I, so I hope that I will do the same with other people because there's so many people out there that just really just need a little love oh I would venture to say all of us at yes. any well, given time are dealing with like, our own crap. <laughs> and even though it's like, that's just life can be so hard. Oh, it can yeah. just be hard. And it's such yeah. an array of like struggles, of yeah. course. But like, I mean, yeah, life is not always easy. It's and so, so I, I, I love that too. It's so true. Um, well, Sarah was telling me, and I haven't gotten to read about this, so I'm really excited to ask you about this. But you kind of talk about on your blog what it means to be a deliberate mother. And Right there. Deliberate mother. Just that's a powerful phrase, period. (laughs) So I'm like, so please, like, I'm, I know my brain's probably going to just blow with this information, but tell me about what your, your view on deliberate mother parenting. Yeah. Well, I think that whole phrase came about actually when my sisters and I, a few years ago, just talking about motherhood and how we really you know, we grew up with parents who I have to say are just, I'm a little biased, but they are so amazing and they take parenting very seriously. Mm -hmm. They were very deliberate in the experiences that they gave us and how they taught us and how they raised us in every way. And I think we kind of all, um, want to be like that and want to, we, we've seen what a difference it makes. There's nine kids in my family growing up and Mm. 
they've done a phenomenal, phenomenal job with just every different personality and every, they just have really taken that as their job. And so when we were younger moms, we're all a little bit more experienced now, but when we were younger moms, we had this group called career mother, career mothers. Like that was our career to be these mothers. And so, Mm -hmm. and I think it kind of evolved over time. I think that was my sister, Saren, who came up with the career motherhood thing. Mm -hmm. But I just think that it's, it's just evolved to just mean that, you know what, if we're going to be mothers, we're going to take this seriously and we want to be deliberate in all the different things that we do. We have these kids entrusted in our care who are, some are very much like us. Some are very, very different from us. Mm-hmm. And we need to learn to raise them to be the best they can be, to be contributing members of society someday. And that's not just something that happens, happens. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we have a responsibility and I just love to think about it in deliberate ways. And especially now, because I know that there's a lot of young mothers who probably listen to this, especially now that I've got three kids who are older, um, it makes me so thankful that I was deliberate when they were younger and really cherished those days going in and watching them sleeping. And yeah. yes, there's the crazy days that you just cannot wait until they're over. But um, but even cherishing that, that mm-hmm. I miss those days when it was just all crazy yes. and chaos and oh. Cheerios on the and floor. And can I ask like to piggyback off that? So do you feel like each of your children, you kind of had to have a deliberate approach with, with each of them? Or do you feel like they were able to kind of be parented in the same way. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a really good question. I think certain systems, we have a lot of systems in place that our money system, our job system, um, how we do a devotional in the morning. I think all that is we did together with our kids and I think it it benefited all of them. But there's, I'm telling you, five kids, so different personalities. And they definitely needed and still need um, so much individual different kind of deliberate parenting yeah and i am here to say i am not perfect at this i i just like but it's it is a struggle every single day yeah and with new and and i'm telling you like when they're little they've got they take you physically and it's so hard and it's so demanding with kids on your hips and pushing strollers and now it's more so much more emotionally demanding as a mother of older uh, um young adults Mm -hmm. and it's but it is the best job in the whole mm-hmm. world. And I love it so much. And I love trying to figure it out. It's a puzzle trying to figure it all out. And I just think yeah. it's a it's a good work with your team, work with a higher being to be able right. to figure it all out and I know Absolutely. go forward because we can't do it alone. Yeah. It's so interesting. My, my second son, he is so different from me mm-hmm. and I can already at such a young age tell I'm going to have to get creative and like, figure out his motivations, figure out like, figure him out, like and what he needs. His needs are so different from my daughter's. I don't know about my youngest yet. I'm still trying to figure mm-hmm. him out. Yeah, you'll but, figure it out. But I loved the phrase like deliberate mothering because it so sums up like what I've been thinking these past few years. I'm like, yes, yes, that's what it is. And so I just love that. Oh, oh. no, me too. I have to scale back to what you just said about systems. So I love that. You have so many systems. What's your favorite system? Just if you had to share one with us, I'm just curious, what is like one of your like most successful systems you kind of have implemented at home? Um, I would say that none of them are really super successful because they're (laughs) all, that they all try try. in progress. But there are some that have been going the longest and I'm so thankful for them. The one that we've probably done the very longest is our money system. Okay. And for the kids. For money the kids. for the kids. Okay. Yes. I'm, yes tell and this us. is kind of piggybacked off my parents' system, but we've changed it a little bit for our family. But and it's a long drawn out thing to talk about, you know, we could do a whole podcast about it. But just in a nutshell, it is that um, we like our kids to be able to take ownership of their clothes and their things that they buy at an early age. Yes. But they can't necessarily have a job at that early age. So we we pay them for doing certain jobs around the house. And yes. there's a big, you know, there's everyone has a different opinion about this. Some people say, oh no, they should do their jobs because they're part of a family. Mm-hmm. And some people say, oh no, I'm paying my kids for doing what they what I really want them to do. And um, either way is fine, but we just wanted to be able to funnel money to them in right. a way so that they could 
pay for that so they can learn, learn how, how to, to manage money. Learn yeah, how to manage exactly. And, and to learn that those things cost money. Exactly. Right. And, and, and appreciation right. to take care of, of them. Yeah. Right. And I will always remember the date when my, we said when you turn 12, you're going to start paying for half of your own clothes. Yeah. When I was in my family growing up, we had to pay for everything from age eight. So it's a big... Wow, I love that. And it was great. We really learned things. But I remember going to the mall with my daughter. She needed some new clothes. And um, she was 12. And I said, okay, this is your time that you can start paying for half. And she grabbed all these things like she normally did. And I need Mm -hmm. this, I need this, I need this. And we got it ready to go. And I said, okay, let's go through this and just see now, what do you want it? What do you have enough money for? Let's go through it. And it was so interesting how deliberate, how let's mm-hmm. get back to that deliberate word, yeah. how deliberate she was about, okay, well, I really don't need this at all. I don't even, I don't even, Yeah. if she, if she picked out things that she really would use and that were valuable to her, enough value to pay for part of it. And then um, she really took better care of them. Yeah. So oh my gosh. Yes. It was, Genius. So it was great. And then my favorite part about that system though is the 10, 20, 70 rule that's also from my family, but we whenever they earn any money at all, whether it's from their weekly jobs or from babysitting or for anything that they get, it's always 10% goes directly to church for, we t- we pay a tithing for our church uh-huh. and um, 20% goes directly to savings, mm-hmm. not, never to be taken out unless it's for an investment and then the rest they can spend. And I'm yes, so 10, 20, thankful for that. It's yes. just something that my dad has ingrained in all of us. Right. And my husband and I started it when we first got married. And it's just, it's really a great rule to yes, live by. So that's part I of it. I like our, that. So that's, I love that. So like if I, I'm like literally thinking for my own children right this moment. Her wills are turning. Yeah, no. So if I have a nine-year-old, like at what point do you, did you start your oldest just doing it on his own? And then the other yep. ones, just as they turned in age, they yep. started it. You didn't like initiate it as a family whole like one time no we so started just but as they got it's older kind of cool when that because you just you can make it exciting for him too. right say, okay this guess what max guess is turning you're turning 12 10, and 12. it's gonna be so fun he can <laughs> he gets to do this so you make it money. exciting for him and then the next one is yeah. like wanting to well get my up parents kind of did that. the same thing at 12 we went to the bank together and we opened up my first checking account That's awesome. and they got me, you know, my checkbook yeah. with my name on it. That's and I had awesome. to pay tithing out of that, but getting to write a check oh, at 12 years old with my name yeah. on it. Yeah. But it was the thing of, they taught me how to balance the checkbook and like all of, and I would put my funds in there and like taught me the banking system yeah. starting oh at 12. Right. I think and that's so, awesome. Yeah. So the accountability kind of, there. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still like a crazy numbers auditor person. So, well, and my sister, Sister was just telling me there's like this app out and I'll have to catch the name where you can kind of, because right now when they're little, you know, like they do a chore, but sometimes it's like, I don't actually always physically give them the dollar, but I'm like, okay, yeah, you have $4 in my brain, but it like is this app that kind of keeps record of it all and like kind of organizes it and this yeah, there's a few different apps money. like that that are yeah. really good. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's even like smart because like seriously, in my mind, I have this tally going of what they have and what they yeah. owe me and all this, but there's like some resources out oh, there. So I love that. anyways, but I, yeah, that's a great, I and mean, we have just, system. just to piggyback on that same idea. We do have a family bank that we inherited actually from my family. I got to be the lucky like one. Like a physical it's, bank, it's like a piggy bank a box, type thing. A ch- treasure chest box Cute. that has a padlock on the top, on the front. Oh, I love it. But they keep their, they keep check, checkbook registers in there and they do they keep track of all the you know this is what i earned and then they take out their tithing and their savings every week and or well actually we don't do it every week because we're not that good but we're supposed to have ideally we have payday every saturday and we really go through it what do you owe? What do you, you know? So do you do stuff. a standard allowance or do you just, or, no, they earn all, each individual? They have a little chart extras. and it all has to do with their, what, what they, they, they want to do. Their morning routine, their practice, okay. their um, after dinner jobs and what they were supposed to do. And if they right. accomplish all that, if they, they make X all that, amount. They get yeah. it and they get it doubled. It's kind of. Yes. Oh, okay. Know, but, so yeah. Oh, but anyway, if they get system. all of it, then it's a good system. I okay. Really, I, it, we've tweaked it and worked it over the years, and it's been. Is good it for on a your blog? Do you yeah. share it on your blog? Okay. All right. Go to the blog too yes. to check that 71 out. Seventy one toes.com. Love that. Um, okay. Well, now I want to get into some of your favorite, my favorite ideas that you have shared on your blog, and maybe you expand on them here. Number one being your family motto. Love that. Having gone to business school and like all about the mission statement and everything. Um, tell us about the family motto, why you do it, um, how that came about, all of it. I love our family motto too. And my kids actually do too. It's, um, it came about because 
we had a family motto. I mean, seriously, oh it just sounds like, it I sounds like, that. isn't it so cool how you can start some things in your family and think about your kids and their kids and what is going to get passed on. I just love thinking about that because there's so many things that we take from my family and from my husband's family and we make it our own yes. and I love it. But the family motto we had growing up, first of all, we had this huge long thing that no one could remember that we all came up with together and it didn't work. <laughs> and so finally mm-hmm. we came up with a motto that was broaden and contribute. That's what my parents wanted for us to broaden and contribute. Love it. And um, do everything we could to broaden our minds and our horizons and then contribute to the world. And so um, my husband and I worked for, it was our own, our thing for quite a few years too. And we came up with a few different renditions, but finally we came up with um, just words that were very simple, that meant a lot to us that we really wanted our family to have. And it's learn, work, serve, respect, and those are all four words together. And then it says love through them. Oh. Learn has an L. Oh, work has an yes. O. And so it's cool. If you see a picture of it, you can look it up on the blog as well. It's on. It's it's in the motto love section. That. But um, it's it's become really a great part of our family. And I love it because we have a family meeting together every week on Sundays. And um, and we all stand up and we have actions for it. And <laughs> my daughter, my 13-year-old, just it makes sure we have to stand up and do the family motto. Oh, and so we, we stand Lucy. up and say, both ears, learn, work, serve, respect, and love. And then we all give each other a hug. Oh, my gosh. And stop it. it. And it's, they are, <laughs> it's, I'm it just, it sounds so funny. You need a reality show, Shawnee. Okay. <laughs> yes, well, you do. Especially my kids are older. You know, it's funny. That, oh, it's I kind of funny it. that we do that. But... But I do love having that. It's just something that bonds us together. And it's just a, this is what we do. This is what pothiers do. And if there's ever an instance that comes up that they're rolling their eyes, that we have to go and bring dinner to someone or something. Yes. And they're in the middle of something else. I say, okay, pothiers serve though. Remember this is part of our family or pothiers work on a Saturday when they want to be doing something else and we're doing a work project or whatever. And I think, um, or both there's love, but I just think it's kind of nice to be able to have that thing that kind of glues us together for that. But you and your husband developed it, not the kids. We did. We did. We kind of involved the kids a little bit, but for the most part, we just, we came up with it. Love that. It'd be really awesome if you had your kids do it. But I think it's great to start when they're younger and sometimes they're not. Shani, it's so funny. You you remind me a lot of my parents. Seriously, like a lot of these (laughs) things like are seriously what I grew up. And it's terrible. Like I have not like follow through man you know you think when they're young like it's like oh you kind of have this like grace period to get it together to be honest like right you you're kind of think they're mode. like yeah you're in survival yeah. mode it's they don't even get it they don't even care they don't respond to me yet like and then it's like and then they just all of a sudden grow up and it's like and some of these things like my family totally did and i'm like oh my gosh i've got to be doing these things mm-hmm. that is I, the motto yeah, is great anytime it's never no, too late never and, too late and, and i think that's so true early. sometimes i think i try to do things too early because i was right. so excited about it and they just, right it just and it stick. just doesn't so, stick and it's like yeah. and that's where I feel like I've kind of been, but then now, my gosh, oh, you my, say my that, son's Lauren. old enough now that it's like, we should be way into this you by now. You say that, but I feel like you have tried so many, like, st- charts. And failed. Yeah. Tried and failed. Yeah, that's what it's all about, though. That is I what know. it's all no, about. but that's the thing. Like, you I feel like I'll try some systems and then, like, they're just not panning out. And I will say some of that's me and some of that's them. Well, it's it's their like age, the persistence like and like, yeah. And them not. Yeah. But and no, you this know what? is you great inspiration. Yeah. Keep trying. Get, keep, and that's what, don't get frustrated if they're not doing it or if they're not, because they are not going to just, I yeah. know. Hey, this is so awesome. Right. I want to do I, this. I just want to work and be, do it all the time. Right. Yeah. Just, well, it's, it takes some time. Yeah. And I mean, let's go there. So in the instance where you, you do hit some, pushback from a child like what is the how do you handle that I guess is it you just don't get your money for that week like on yeah. the money system or yeah. you, you just kind of keep your calm and yeah this is the result type thing yeah just yeah. kind of the the love and logic I love yeah. the love and logic yeah. like too bad so sad I'm sorry yeah instead of getting emotional mm-hmm. about it or anything this is this sorry this is what we do and right if you're ready whenever you're ready we'll just get you get you hooked up yeah. but yeah, I just think it's. I do love one. Of, I think about this all the time. My one of my sisters came up with this thought that we just need to be durable objects sometimes as moms. Yeah. And oh my gosh. Like just not even offer anything. Not just a, be a durable object. They need to push against us if they have to, and we just need to not and not yeah, move, not just, respond, just stay. Like, okay, well, stay strong. That's what you're gonna. And it's so hard sometimes, especially when they become teenagers and they're 
they've got their attitudes and all that stuff, but totally. Sometimes we just need to be durable. Yep. Love that. Like, would you at this, I'm going like so off the, 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 okay. the cuff here. Uh, but did you, do you like, would you ground your kids? Like, is that a punishment type thing? Like what would be like a punishment behavior wise? I'm just curious because I mean, I feel like I'm getting in that stage where my oldest is now, yeah, we're there and we have to have some consequences to just yeah school yeah. or being disobedient or whatever it is. And I mean, do you take privileges away? Do you I just have a really talking to anyone ever? I, I think that... um I think taking privileges way more than anything else. Our big, which is so funny, every family is going to be different. But with our family, the big punishment was you couldn't hang out with friends that day. Yes. If you didn't oh, do yeah. your stuff. And it's That's so a big thing funny how that is too. just, oh, well, I have to do everything then because they're so motivated by their friends. My, yes, that's they my just want to, motivated and I don't know friends. if you'd call that grounding or not, but just you have yeah, to. Yeah, I, I mean, in my eyes, that's what I kind of be like, well, you have to stay in. You're not yeah. seeing friends. So, yeah. But yeah, no, for sure. I I mean. But just a natural consequence. Any kind of natural consequence, right. I feel like is so good because then they just, that, they learn that. their choice. They, well, they, they learn that. Yeah, so like, right. it applies to life, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when you're an adult, like your actions have consequences, Mm -hmm. right? It's your choice. You have that agency to make a choice and and you maybe made the wrong one. Right. (laughs) And I do love that. Um, okay. Well the, the other one that I would just love for you to talk about is your interviews with your children. Um, love that idea. Tell us about it. Um, I just love to be able, I feel like in order to be a deliberate mom, you have to really know about the kids and know about what they're struggling with, what they're dealing with. And sometimes it's really hard to understand, understand that unless you take some time, one-on-one time with them. Right. And so I started when they were younger, um, taking them out of school, especially in elementary school. Kids don't really, it's fine. Just take them out of school and take them to lunch. And just once a month, I would try to take each one to lunch. And I had a book that I would bring with me or sometimes, or I would write in it after, but I would just ask them what their happiest thing is that's going on in their life right now, what their saddest thing is, what they're most worried about. Just asking them those few questions Mm -hmm. and what they're most excited about, mostly just those. And it would just bring out so many things that one-on-one, especially when you have more than one child, it's hard to get that one-on-one time. And oftentimes when I had little toddlers, I would have to bring the toddlers along to lunch too, which is fine. I would focus on them, just look in their eyes and really let them know that they were important to me and, and find out about all these things. And then sometimes we would, um, try to figure out what they could work on and those different aspects of what they were worried about or Mm -hmm. whatever. And, and we were able to follow up. I was glad that I wrote it down sometimes because it's hard to remember Yeah, from one time to the next, but we could follow up on things that they were worried about or whatever. And I just think that was mostly lunches is when I did those oh, interviews, but I'm not that. very good at it anymore, but cause they're getting so old, but no, but, that's but it great. is a great way to be a more deliberate mom, just to be able to try to figure out what's going on in those little heads of theirs. Yeah. Oh, I, that's, I love that. So Perfect. special. So that's, special. I do. I do love that. Um, okay. And then I saw also your three P's of cleaning. Tell us your three P's of cleaning because I thought this was, um, so good. And actually again, reminded me of my mom. So tell me, um, I got to remember what they were because now I haven't done that for a while, but, but yes, I did realize after we did Saturday jobs, really, my husband is a great worker and I was kind of more of a, you know, just move some things around (laughs) and, um, and I love that through the years we've been able to, I realized that I was just telling my kids to do their Saturday jobs or whatever, clean their room. And they didn't really know what yeah. they were supposed to do or how yes. to do it. Yes. And so I realized I needed to work actually with them. Yes. And I needed to actually write it down. So the three P's are um, print, patience, and persistence. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I needed to write things down because I found myself saying, yeah, you're done with that, but now you got you to do this. Or right. but I kept adding on things and they didn't really know what was really expected. Right. What was expected. Yes. And so once they had that list and they had all the things written down, exactly what was expected, then they could, it was tangible. And they said, okay, I need to clean, you know, even behind the toilet or, you know, I need to shine these faucets or whatever they needed to do. I, so I had, I set down expectations for them yes. and printed them out and then they could feel happy about it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, 
Yeah. Where do the patients come in? The patients is just what you guys can probably relate oh, yeah, to. Yeah. How they drag it, takes it a out. Ton of patients. My mom would do that too on Saturday. We'd have a Saturday tour and like it had to be done by noon and you couldn't do anything till it was done anyways. Yeah. And so literally half of us would drag it out all day and I could totally see my children doing that too because even after school, just like empty the dishwasher. Oh my gosh. They would make that such a like production and I'm just like, if you would just spend five minutes and just, just do, do it, it, we'd be done yes. and this would not yes. be, but you have to be like patient while they just torture you. Yeah. <laughs> <And natural laughs> they just torture you. really just that they can't really do other yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can't do anything do it. till so, it's done. So and, just and stop. sometimes they don't care. They just take forever. They just flop around and just, I'm like, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> but just patience with and that. And the persistence too. Just staying consistent yeah. because I mean, it is like so true. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just, right. Having just to stick keep to going. it just like they need to. And so. and, and don't, you know, get a new system that's okay. Saturday jobs are all written out and everything in the next Saturday or, you know, obviously there's, you're not going to have every time doing it, but just keep with it. You right. know, at staying least. Staying true to that. Just, yeah. Just keep. And just that's like going. with everything, potty yeah. training, everything. Oh, everything. everything. Yes. Well, and, and, and just even, yeah, like the persistence and consistency. I think that is like something I do seriously struggle with because it comes back to like kind of the empty threats and the like, you know, you just, they have to like believe what you're going to say. It's just yeah. the follow through. Like it, you just, it's the follow this through is what's sure. expected. We need to do it. This is a consequence and this is going to happen now. And, the, the, yeah. the, and so it's like, I, I feel like that's something I'm still juggling with my ages. And it is so hard because we live in such a fast-paced world. We have got text messages coming at us all oh, the time with carpools. Or with, we're just in constant communication right. with other moms, with other things that are going on in our lives. And I just think that's that's hard. So it is hard to be It's hard. Yeah, you just get distracted and you get occupied. For sure. And you're preoccupied. Well, but it's like hard. I would jump in and say it's hard for you because you are such an easygoing your nature, you're very, yeah, you I, are, you're I very know. easygoing and like free, it's my free, default. free spirited in my a good default way. in parenting. No, though, but you are. Whereas Which I'm is, super OCD and like that type of type of like checklist parenting is right up my alley. Yeah. But like, that's probably not your first instinct. You're more of just like, you know, you are. And I say that in okay, a wonderful well, way. Yeah. Girlfriend, I'm and saying that in a good and way. And that is really awesome. There's yes. such a good balance to be found because oh, if yes. you're all about checklists, all, I know, and you're and you're never hugging your oh, kids. Exactly, you know, Shawnee. Like I just feel like, yeah, I find myself that. wanting more of you and your qualities. Where I find myself like not being present in the moments. I'm too worried about getting the things checked off my list or getting the beds made or all of it. Where I'm, I'm not seeing my cute four year old run around in Batman. I'm worried about other things that don't even matter. And so I think it does mean you finding just have to the find balance. the balance, finding yeah. your own balance and for find sure. out what you're really good at because there's yeah. different, every mother is just different and has own strengths and right. strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses. And we just need to work on I love that. Yes. what we can. And, yes. And, oh my gosh. But, but really be our own kind of mom, because I think that is another problem with mothers in this, this day too, because you can see a million mothers on Instagram oh or gosh. on Facebook or whatever. And they're oh, doing all these things. I know. And you just think, Oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. And really you just have to Sit, be still, be still, right, and realize, you know, what is most important for my motherhood yes, and my and your family. family, exactly. Because you don't want to ever compare it to other people's. No, mm-hmm. but it is like inspiring. It's really like literally. I don't even know what our listeners are thinking, but I'm just like, this was just meant for me right here, right now. Cause I needed to hear all these things. I'm like, this is great. I am like, therapy session. I, right I, yes. Shawnee just gave me great counsel here. I am going to go home and I'm going to go and do. So you're going to be your own best mom, right? Your own best mom. My own best and mom. And whatever works serious. best for your family. Yeah. But it's so no, great to get ideas from No, it is. Too. It's so fun to like, again, just have that soundboard and have like, New ideas. Absolutely. New, new things. Well, last thing I want to talk to you about, Shawnee, is what it's been like, because I think we have a handful of listeners. It's not just like moms starting out. Oh, I think yeah. with, you know, a variety teens, teens and, and young adults, you know, moving into college age children and all of it. And we don't have a lot of insight into that yet, obviously. I know. We're still like in the... You know, yeah, little, the thick of it. Guys. I mean, you remember. Oh, I we're do. in the trenches, I miss Shawnee. It like crazy. <laughs> it's the um, best ever. Tell us Dude. what it has been like. I, I think you use the term letting go mm-hmm. on your blog. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? And what has it been like watching your children leave home? It is hard to let your kids go. Yeah. yeah. It is so hard. I have had a particularly really hard time. And maybe that's my problem because I was so 
into them and wanting, I just mm-hmm. loved having them at home so much. But, but at the same time, it's so, it is amazing to watch who they become. And, um, I think part of what's hard for me is just, I've been so, I want to help them with every little thing that they have. And then I let them go. And I really do feel like it's important to let them go mm-hmm. and, and let that, um, my brother talks about the, oh, I can't remember what, there's a term for it, but just letting the, the center of everything be changed to them. And so right. they need to make these decisions. They, there's a lot of decisions that you can look at as a mom and especially as they go out on their own and think, oh, I would do that differently or I would, I would, you know, that's not maybe the right way, but they are really, you need to have trust in them that they are making these decisions that are best for them. Right. And I've learned that over the years just with now my, my oldest has been graduated for four years now. And I've just learned just to trust in, in him and show him that I trust that he's making the right decisions. And my daughter too, of course, there's sometimes that maybe you need to step in, but for the most part, these kids are making some pretty great decisions. Yeah. And yeah. I love that back to my parents one more time is that they come and they're really parenting ex- experts, but they come to my house and see me with my kids. They never, ever offer any advice. Oh. They always just say, you were doing the best job. You're doing way better than we did. And I'm just, there's something that builds that confidence by yes. hearing that, you know? So I'm trying yeah. to help. I'm trying to do that with my own kids too, because they are making great decisions. They're doing great. I don't need to hold them anymore. So they, they give you positive reinforcement. They <laughs> do. I, I, I know still. They do. My right. parents give me positive reinforcement. Oh, yes. It's awesome. And I just, and I, and I just think I'm glad that they just let me do they were never yeah. hovering they were never you know they have the lawnmower parents and that they talk about now and the oh, yeah. you know the helicopter oh, yeah. parents and all that stuff and i think we are in a day and age that does that a lot and it's sometimes really hard to let go but i'm so thankful that i have been able to let go as much as i miss them i think it's yeah. good and healthy to miss them but i just think they it's it's so it's so wonderful to watch them make their own decisions and do their own things and mm-hmm. even if they make mistakes and mess up that's what it's all about. I right. learned from that. Oh, totally. And so I think it's been, it's hard because I, it's hard, hard to let them go, but it's yeah. really awesome to let them and go. And have you find, found yourself needing to like fill your time with other things or not really? Does life you just know, get busy? And Life is, it is so weird. I only have two kids at home now and I feel like I am so, you know how when you have one child and you think I will oh, never yeah. be able to fit another child in. Yes. This is crazy. Oh, yeah. And then you get the second child and you just, it just works. I think it's the same exact thing, but the opposite. You just think, oh, I'm going to be so bored. Or, but things just fill in and you can, I can volunteer more at the school right. now. I can, um, I was on the volleyball booster club this year that I never could have done before. Oh, fun. But yes. it's, um, but I do feel like personally for me, just because I love to write and document and things I, I and I have some little things that I do on the side, I feel like life is just kind of crazy, but I just feel mm. like, and even kids parenting doesn't, it, I mean, you're still parenting oh, even totally. when your kids are gone. So yeah, I, I love it. I know that I have a lot of friends who are in this stage right now who are trying to figure out what's their next step. And I think that's a really healthy process too. Right. And we we all have different things that were strengths right. that we really should. It's all about progression. Mm-hmm. So whether we are in the trenches with all the little kids clinging to our legs or whether we're letting our kids go and we're trying to just progress and be our best self and our own way, we're all going to come up with different answers, Yeah, but we should search for that and try to figure it out because the, the goal is to just keep progressing and keep growing. Yeah. I love that. Oh, well, on that per- note, yeah, that's perfect. Man, Shawnee, <laughs> I know you brought the motivation tonight. <laughs> I know. No, this is awesome. Oh, you guys are nice. It really was. Um, but yeah, did you have anything else? No, you that to, was just perfect. I think that's her. a perfect point to end on that. We just all really just was. keep trying and keep growing and moving and it, you know, it's and the mistakes be okay. and the hard things are all part of the journey. And so I just, I feel like it's so, you know, all those Yes. things that I know that there's so many mothers out there that are just really struggling with so many different yeah. things. And it's really cool to have gone through a lot of those struggles and to look back and see how much I've grown, how my, much my family's grown. And I know that we all have those things to learn from. Right. And such a beautiful perspective, especially with your family and your situation and, and learning, growing with Lucy and, and all of all of the experiences you've gone through. So I think that's just very inspiring because I mean, we all have 
the challenges and the bad days and the hard days being moms. And yeah. so we just have to keep going. I'm going to be more are gonna make us better. Yes. Yeah. Make I'm going to be more deliberate. Yeah. No. Oh my gosh. I love that. The deliberate. Hey, mother. If you're doing a podcast, you're pretty deliberate. This is pretty good. I, good I, job. I, I, guys. <laughs> trying to be so direct. No, I, you're no, awesome. I love that. I love it. Well, deliberate thanks. mothering. All right, Shawnee. Well, we're going to let you go and get back to that sweet family of yours. Yes. Um, thank you for taking your time. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. So fun to oh talk to you Oh my goodness, Lauren. Was that just not incredible? I, I have a lot on my to-do list now. Oh I thought she gosh. was wonderful. Shawnee is just amazing. And I just want to reiterate the um, address to her blog is 71toes.com. Um, everything she talked about tonight is up there, plus some other like really great ideas um, on parenting with, yeah. with a mindful approach. Okay. Um, we have some super exciting news, mm-hmm. um, about a, um, promotion that we have with yeah. a super cool company. So I'm going to pass that over to you. Tell us well, about no, it. we, we have actually both had this before. It's called the Pogo Pass and it's right up our alley because the Pogo Pass includes lots of really fun activities, um, games, Uh, museums, all sorts of things in your local city. Um, And it's included on this pass. And usually it's like two, two admissions or, you know, one, you know, one trip to the museum, a game or whatever. So there's lots included and it's really fun. It's only in select cities, unfortunately for our listeners. Yeah, but there's some really great ones. Yeah, really great in lots of cities. So hopefully it's somewhere close um, near you. But tell us, Sarah, where is it? So the cities that we have a special for tonight is Phoenix, Arizona, Las Vegas, Nevada, Kansas City, Missouri, San Antonio, Texas, Austin, Waco, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, and Chicago, Illinois, which is awesome. And so many fun different things. Each city offers, obviously, its own select list of, um, you know, opportunities and fun things included. But the pass goes for $49.99. And with our specific code, it will save you 20% off. And our code is... The Mom Voice. The Mom Voice. No spaces. So if you want to go check this out, it'd be a really fun Christmas gift. I mean, we've been talking about getting rid of the toys and less toys and less junk. It could be really fun to give like an experience like this, something you can use all year long. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, and again, such a variety of things. Like I know a few of our museums and our local Diamondbacks and ASU bowling, ASU games are on there. There's so much included and you're getting such a great value. Absolutely. For, you know, 50 bucks and again with our code would be $40. Now, even better yet, this week for Black Friday, you get an extra five dollars off so huge um, huge yeah the lowest they said they'll go is to 35 dollars. and so use the black friday advantage get it for christmas or save it up for next year whatever you want to do but this is the time to buy it yeah absolutely so to reiterate we will post um the specific website address on yes. our instagram um the mom voice podcast or you can just go to pogopass.com and at checkout use code the mom voice, right. no spaces. Save you 20%. Yeah. And get oh, out there and have some fun with Yeah. Your kids. Great idea for Christmas. And again, the Black Friday sale. Better yet, we're going to give away four tickets to one lucky family so you guys can enjoy it. Hopefully, you know, hit some of these things up, maybe use it for a good Christmas present. So we're going to have all the details on how to enter on our Instagram. And we are going to give away four tickets to a lucky family, lucky winner. This is an awesome giveaway. Yeah, it's a value of $200. And not only that, the value of one Pogo Pass is way more than that because you're getting so much included. So it's just a great deal. Yeah, absolutely. So exciting. All right. Well, we, as always, with every episode, we have to wrap up with our hits and misses of the yes. week. Yes. And just because we're conscious of time, we like to, this time we're going to do, I'm going to do a hit and Sarah's going to do a miss. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> no. And me too. I mean, I'm like, ooh, did I have any hits this week? I know. No, for real. Okay. Well, yeah. Tell us your hit. Oh, and my hit's just kind of silly, but like I got the kids out the door early on time this morning to tutoring. Um, there's a few days a week in the morning. They're like variety days that all my kids have different tutoring um, lessons in the morning at school. And so it is always hard just to get out the door. It's hard enough to oh. make it to the bus, but then to get out like 10 to 20 minutes before that and early and I'm driving them yes. is quite an ordeal. And we just did it today. No whining, no oh. griping, no no flip outs. Yes. We made it. We made it on time and it felt good. Oh my gosh. But isn't that the truth? Like no matter where you have to be, I don't care if it's 730, 830, 10 o'clock, 
we are like up against the wire every oh, time. All, oh, all the time. And I'm like, for us. why can't we just not get it together? You know oh, what I you mean? You are so punctual. Oh, girl. That is rare and few and far between. Me, it's like oh, we stop. are against the seconds every time and I can't, I can't. No, but I feel like I'm a little wills off right now. And this goes right into my miss. I, I feel like, I don't know if it's the season of the year, if it's like all of the activities, the holidays, all of it, but I just feel like kind of every part of my life, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm failing at them, but I feel like I'm kind of in survival mode oh, and yeah. in every part totally. in literally like parenting, you know, reading, reading with my daughter oh, to I, her school, all the, you know, um, my relationship with my husband, we haven't had a date night in who knows how long, like work, podcast, friendships, all totally. of it. I feel like nothing is getting my attention true like it should right. and that's like so hard for me to yeah. like realize but and I don't really know how to change it at least I'm aware of it <laughs> I know I you I know? know is there a fix it it's like and it's just gonna get crazier I from know. this point but it's like no I think it's true being aware you can try to be a little more deliberate I with know. your time and maybe it's so true but your I actions, really do but it's, I know I mean there's only so many hours in the day I know and I already feel like I don't sleep a lot period it's like how do I become more efficient or just like I don't know or prioritizing know. or all the things yeah. right yeah. so anyway that is just my mess I right know. now in life. I know no I totally know the feeling I feel like it's my overarching totally. month long yeah yeah I know <laughs> or even like the year theme for me I'm like yeah I know, I know. so no I know it all right well we are going to wrap up this episode we're so glad to have you guys joining us here if you liked what you heard in the podcast please take a moment and jump over to iTunes or wherever you listen and leave us a rating and a review. This is really the only way that we are able to kind of get found by new listeners and, um, you know, build our reputation within iTunes and whatnot. And so we would really appreciate it. Um, you can always find us on Instagram or Facebook at the mom voice podcast. Um, we share a lot there throughout the week. Yep. And um, what else, Lauren? Yeah, that's that's it. it. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, we yeah. appreciate the listens every week. Thank that's you. Right. All right, guys. And yeah, the giveaway will be happening this week. Yep. And we'll give the full details on how to enter at Instagram on Instagram right. starting today. Perfect. So um, go and enter and we will announce the winner next week. All right, guys. We will be back next Monday with a hot and fresh new episode. Yes. <laughs> have a great one. And have a wonderful Thanksgiving too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.